0: Hello, and welcome into the Arrowhead Pride Rapid Reaction Show. I'm Steven Serta, joined as always by my guy, Rocky Magana. Rocky, if we learned anything about this Chiefs team today, it's that they do not like it when you stand on the midfield logo before the game. Just total, total domination by the Kansas City Chiefs from start to finish in this one. <laughs> and... I mean, it was the game that we've been waiting for, right? Like they dominated from start to finish. Very first play of the game. Fumble return for a touchdown. A uh, huge game from Mike Hughes stepping in for Legereus Sneed and getting a starting role on defense. Obviously, our thoughts and prayers are, go out to Legereus Sneed and his family as they're dealing with that loss. Chiefs stepped up today, and I, I have to imagine the postgame press conference. They're going to talk a lot about how, They were playing this game today for, for their guy Legereus who who's dealing with an unfathomable loss right now, but they were totally dominant and I know it's the Raiders and I know we assumed that they were going to win this football game. Like I had no questions about them winning this particular football game. And I was a little bit hesitant to say like, even if the offense gets things going, like it's still the Raiders. And so you have to question that, but I'm coming out of this game feeling good, Rocky. Like, I'm coming out of this game be like, okay, they're back. Like, I, I understand the offensive output hasn't quite been what we want it to be. But, man, you dominate like that in any NFL game, all right, I, I, I'm on board. I'm on board. This team is ready to go on a run now here in the playoffs.
1: Oh, 100%. And, I mean, this almost seemed like one of those games where it was predetermined before the first snap – Uh, Tyron Matthew tweeted out before the game, you know, to the Sneed, you know, don't worry. We got you today, brother. You know, it was one of those things where it just felt like right from the bat that the defense showed up there ready to make a point. And if you're the Oakland Raiders and you're walking into a situation where you're facing a team that's on an emotional defensive high, like the Chiefs are because of the Sneed's situation, the last thing you want to do is poke the bear further and dance on our logo. Like, that was, I, like, I can't even imagine the disrespect. It was, it was the dumbest move by a football team that I've seen all year. And it doesn't surprise me one bit that it was the Raiders that did it. The Raiders are not a good team. They're not a smart team. The Raiders are the team that we were afraid the Chiefs were, you know, earlier in the year. They can't pass the ball. They're terrible on defense. They're undisciplined, and they're poorly coached. This was a bad team, and this was a good team dominating a bad team, which is exactly what you want to see heading into this this stretch of the season. Um, this is where you put your pedal to the metal. We didn't let up after halftime, and we just went for it, and I could not be happier. I am on cloud nine right now, Steven.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it feels like this one's been a long time coming this year. Like, the only other game I feel like where you could point to it and say, you felt like this coming out of it was that first matchup against the Raiders where they dropped 41 points, but this one felt different, right? This one was okay. We're done playing around now. We're turning this thing loose. We're going to utilize our running backs in the passing game in a way that we've been desperately asking them to do for what feels like years now. Like since the Jamal Charles days, Kareem hunt days, almost, And they did it. And so I want to talk about the offense here before we get into the defense. And the defense was absolutely spectacular today. Like like they keep answering every question that you have about them as a unit. But let's start off with the offense. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't have a huge yardage total today. He did find the end zone twice. He's being utilized in the passing game finally. And he looks effective. And the Chiefs are doing things with their running backs that are – that, that stand by like what their offensive line is good at. Andrew Wiley had some struggles today, but I mean, you're getting what you expect from your third string right tackle. But Clyde, Daryl are both legitimate passing threats now. And that's an element of this offense that they have not utilized in the Patrick Mahomes era. And it's an element of the offense that defenses have to care about now because we've seen them do this multiple weeks in a row. And those guys can be dangerous when they get the ball. Clyde and Daryl, this kind of 50-50 time split that we're seeing from them. And Derek Gore had that awesome run for a touchdown. But that's what you wanted to see from these running backs. And they're doing it now. And it's going to open things up downfield the way that it did today. The offense feels like it is primed and ready to finally like kick things into gear and turn it on, headed into the playoffs. 100%. Um,
1: this was a complete performance. A complete effort from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He looked like a complete player today. You know, he could run the ball. He could catch. He was in all in all phases of the running and passing game. He was effective. And Darrell Williams, um, he's, he's he reminds me a little bit of Anthony Sherman in the way that all the like, – like, uh, like Andy Reid used to call Anthony Sherman sausage, right? Because you don't like any of the ingredients that go into it to put it together. But then once you put it all together, you got something that's pretty tasty, right? And Daryl Williams is not as good of a football player as Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but he makes the most of his opportunities. And you like what you see on the field every single week out of the guy. And Derek Gore, I mean, as a third-string running back that comes in late in the game, he's a guy who, when, when he gets on the field, you can feel the excitement you know, in the guy. He is just stoked to get into the game, and he tries to make every single run that he has a home run. And and you saw that pay off late in the game today, you know, when they just put the icing on the cake. Um, right now I think the Chiefs backfield, I mean, it's 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 dangerous and it's and it's something where you can't just sit back in the zone coverage against the Chiefs anymore because their running backs will actually hurt you.
0: And I think what makes you really confident about this offensive performance, even more so then the first one uh, against the Raiders is you're overall, you're more confident in them as a total team and the defense is there and you have to pay attention to them now, like without a doubt, but it's the fact that Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey are, are still putting up, you know, based on what we're used to from them kind of meager stat lines and it didn't matter today. Like Mahomes finally turned it on. We got some shots down the field, The running game was fantastic uh, in utilizing the the backs out of the the backfield. And it was just a total dominant performance where like the Chiefs are finally moving the ball efficiently and at will the way they kind of were early in the season. But they kept turning the football over at, at inopportune times and kind of killing drives. Or recently it's been the the plague of the drops where they keep getting in positive field position. Uh, situations and then they drop a football or the, or something like that and wind up getting off the field. This is a first, like I think complete team performance that you can point to all season where you're like defense was dominant. Offense was fantastic. And they didn't even need Tyreek and Travis Kelsey to be special. You still expect them to show up and, and do that down the stretch here, but headed into this monster contest on Thursday night football against the Los Angeles chargers this is the performance where you say, okay, they're ready. Like they they are ready at this point in the season. They are ready to go on a run and try to win out and potentially get the number one overall seed in the AFC. And they still have an opportunity to do that. Even with their four losses being against playoff teams at the moment, it's, it's insane. It's, it's crazy that this is how this season has played out for the Kansas city chiefs.
1: I mean, it it is crazy. Like, I mean, where we were to where we are now, I mean, it's it's a it's a tale of two teams. Um, uh, if there was one play today that I really think just epitomizes the whole team effort sort of idea, it was Clyde Edwards Hilaire's first touchdown run. Blake Bell on that play blocked two different guys. You know, when Clyde bounced that back outside, Blake sealed the edge with one block and then he pushed off of that guy and went back out and lead blocked on another guy and just and opened up that 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 touchdown for Clyde um it's not the superstars that are that are that did it today they all had decent games all had pretty good games everybody played well but we're talking from the from the top of the roster down to the bottom everybody showed up ready to strap on their helmet today and to make some plays and
0: it it was fun to watch man it was just it was a heck of a good time I messaged you during the game. I was like, man, we deserve this. Like, yeah. we deserve this as guys who cover the Chiefs, but also just Chiefs fans deserved this because of the the up and down nature of this season and the struggles and the question marks at time throughout this year. Like, this seems like they have kind of morphed into everything that we expect them to be at the beginning of the year. And they are morphing into and getting hot at, this is the time of the year where you want to see them play their best football, and they're playing their best football without question right now. Like they looked primed and ready to be a team that can go on another Super Bowl run. And with everything that they dealt with early in the season, it seems remarkable. But like this was the game, I think, where we're finally going to look at it and say, okay, they did it everywhere across the board, it was total domination. And man, they didn't even have LeJarius Sneed in this game, who is arguably their best corner. Like, this team is set up to give you a lot and lot of problems headed into the playoffs. And we got to talk about this defense, who, Mike Hughes, maybe the defensive player of the game. I know Tyron Matthew had a huge game, too. But the Chiefs' pass rush early in this game was just totally dominating the Raiders offensive line. They could not protect Derek Carr at all, especially on the first few drives of the game. They are total game wreckers now. Like this pass rush with Melvin Ingram, even if he's not always showing up in the stat sheet, Melvin Ingram is a problem for opposing offensive linemen. Frank Clark looks explosive again. He is fully healthy. And Chris Jones is just the dominant force on the interior that you want him to be. Even Dan Sorensen keeps getting into the party and making some plays now. So we have to give credit to Spags in this defensive turnaround because it really all started with him admitting his early season mistakes and saying, okay, we got to get these guys on the field who can compliment everybody and kind of make the defense better as a whole. And then the trade for Melvin Ingram is going to go down as a turning point in the season for Kansas City. Like this defense, I I kept saying headed into the week, like, I feel like they're playing above their heads a little bit. You know, they they caught a break against the Packers. No, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Cowboys, Amari Cooper catching COVID right before the game and CeeDee Lamb getting hurt early in that contest. Like there's things you could point to on this run that say, well, yeah, that's why the defense is performing so high. But sooner or later, you put it together enough times, you got to just go, okay, that's just who this defense is. (laughs) Like They're loaded with talent, and we knew early in the season that they just could not be as bad as they were playing. And the defense, the defensive talent has finally caught up to their play, and now on a weekly basis, you just have to go, okay, yeah, that's who they are. They can be a defensive team, and you still have faith that the offense can turn it on, and all of a sudden, the Kansas City Chiefs yet again look like the scariest team in the AFC.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, hats off to Mike Hughes first off. I mean, he stepped in for Snead on short notice, and he had the game of his career, honestly. And I think it's one of those situations where don't sleep on the fact that Mike Hughes is a first-round athletic talent. You know, he hasn't been able to put it all together in the NFL so far, but it's one of those situations where um, Hughes knew he needed to step in and play well given the circumstances, I think, and he stepped up to the plate. And he, he didn't let his teammates down. He didn't let his team down. He didn't let, you know, Jay Snead down. He, he came through for the city. And so, Mike Hughes, we love you. That was a great job today. Um, the defensive line, you're right, uh, Melvin Ingram, missing piece. Um, it's not even the fact that he's the best player on the defensive line, but he was the missing piece to that defensive line because it allowed Chris Jones to shift inside. And then once you have Chris Jones shift inside, Jaron Reed's a lot more productive once he's lined up next to Chris Jones and the, and the offensive line has to worry about stopping Chris Jones instead of Jaron Reed. And then you have those three guys. And then what's that do that frees out Frank Clark, you know, because it's, you're causing trouble all the way across the offensive line. Um, this is a, this whole defense is a wrecking force. Um, Willie gay. I feel like is the swag mascot of this defense. Every time the camera is on him, the guy's just out there having fun dancing, getting everybody jazzed up. You know, it was, I think it was third and long or third and short early in the game. And he was off the field and he was on the sideline, getting the, getting the crowd going, you know. I mean, I feel like the spirit of this Chiefs defense is Willie Gay at this moment.
0: Yeah, I love Willie Gay. He, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite Chiefs defenders. If you don't listen to Willie Gay's press conferences, you should. His press conferences are always delightful. Like, it, Or he's mic'd up. Yeah, it's been awesome to see him develop as a player and have the huge impact role that he's had since he's gotten healthy. And it's just hard not to believe in everything that this defense is doing right now. And, you know, I, I do think there was the motivation to show up and perform for Legereus Sneed based on everything that he's dealing with right now. And the Raiders certainly didn't help anything by standing on the logo before the game. Uh, It was just a bad move. It it was just for a team that traditionally struggles at Arrowhead Stadium and and a team that has really struggled since the start of the year. You're a 500 football team. I'm a little shocked you had enough confidence to uh, fire off a shot at the Chiefs before the game even started. And they said, all right, it's like that's okay. Well, all we're going to do is force five turnovers and four of them are going to be fumbles because we're just going to be more physical than you from the get and they absolutely dominated like this is a this is a victory to celebrate and i've gotten on this specific post game show a couple of times in the last couple of weeks where i try to be positive i I try to analyze everything that happened in the football game but this is the game where yeah let's go out and celebrate because they did it as a total team today and looked absolutely dominant like we got josh gordon in in the mix today like Josh Gordon got a touchdown. Derek Gore broke off a long touchdown. Like this is the type of game where, you know, even if it hurts your fantasy teams not having Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey having monster games from a fan perspective, these are the games that are the most fun to me, where you see everybody get involved, where you see everybody have an impact. And that's that's really why I'm so happy today because it was just a fun game to watch. It was fun to have one of these because it feels like we just haven't had very many of them this season.
1: Well, yeah, and it couldn't happen against a better team. I mean, there's only like the two most important games of the regular season are Raiders Week, you know, every single year. Uh, if you're gonna win two regular season games, you got to beat the Raiders every single time. Um, and the fact that they beat us in Arrowhead last year was a sticking point in a lot of people's, you know, for a lot of people, and it, it had a lot of emotions, you know. But I'm gonna say the one thing right now: Las Vegas, get on your bus and just go home. You know, there's no victory laps today. You know, the Chiefs handled you (laughs) from top top to bottom, you know. I mean, heck, this is a good enough game that the Chiefs should charter a bus, drive it all the way cross-country to Las Vegas, and then drive 10 laps around their stadium, and then drive back home. Like, that's the type of whooping that just got put on the Raiders today. And, yeah, we spent a lot of time trying to analyze from top to bottom, you know, what went right, what went wrong. But like you said, today's the type of day where you just go out and celebrate. I mean – this was a dominant performance in every single facet of the game.
0: Yeah. And things are shaping up in the AFC to where everybody's looking around right now and they got to be scared of the Chiefs. I, I think right now in the AFC, It's the Patriots, it's the Chiefs, and then it's everybody else because Mm -hmm. the Baltimore Ravens lost to the Browns today and Lamar Jackson actually left that game with an ankle injury and did not return. Uh, I hope for football's sake that Lamar Jackson is healthy because I think football is better when Lamar Jackson's on the football field. But this AFC is really shaping up for the Chiefs to just – to run the table and potentially be in contention for that number one overall seed and still get a first round playoff by like, you know, the Tennessee Titans won today, but they were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Titans still didn't look good. And they're dealing with a ton of injuries themselves. Like there's no team in the AFC at the moment who you truly believe in. I think aside from the new England Patriots and the Kansas city chiefs, the Buffalo bills are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, today and that's a huge huge football game even though it's an out-of-conference football game because the Bucks just or the Bills just don't look very good like the you don't believe that the Bills are going to go on a run here the way that the Chiefs are because they're not playing good football right now like there's an argument to be made that the Chiefs are playing as good as any team in the NFL right now and you know for all of the doubts that we had throughout this season like Andy Reid and Spaggs and Eric Bieniemy and Dave Tobe, like this coaching staff from top to bottom has gotten everything together and they got everything together in a hurry where it seemed like it was a catastrophic start to the season. and All of a sudden we're exactly where we want to be. <laughs> and we're, we're exactly where we expected the Chiefs to be. And they've got a chance to go out and get that first round playoff by, which just seems crazy when before this six game win streak, they were sitting at three and four and now they're nine and four atop the division with a huge matchup on Thursday night football.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think one of the most underrated aspects to this run that the chiefs have been on is, you know, uncle Dave has the special teams playing phenomenal. I mean, Harrison Bucker has been automatic. I mean, he's just been booming field goals from all over the yard. Um, you know, we're, we're covering the kickoffs really well. We're getting good kick returns. Um, you know, this, this this is probably one of the better coaching jobs in recent memory for this Chiefs for these Chiefs group of coaches. Andy Reid and his and his squad, um, they really have, you know, kind of honed in on what these Chiefs do well and kind of focused in on it. And Spags, I've never seen a Spags defense um, in Kansas City look this good. I mean, they're just aggressive. These guys, they go after it. And we know Spags love to blitz. But these guys love to blitz also. You can tell that this isn't a defense that doesn't like to hit people. In the past, it kind of feels like we've had guys who've been talented and guys who can cover okay. But we kind of always miss like that like nasty streak a little bit. You know, we got some guys on this defense that just they they like to they like to hit people and put them on the ground. And the thing about it is we got guys in the secondary who like to hit people and put them on the ground. We got cornerbacks that like that aren't afraid of contact, you know, there's no Marcus Peters, you know, pushing guys sideways and hoping that he doesn't have to touch them. You know, like the Snead, Rashad Fenton, you know, Traverius Ward, these guys get in there and they lay the wood from in the secondary. And if you have that trickling all the way down to your big guys, I mean, by the time the fourth quarter comes around, it's, it's going to be a painful endeavor for the opposing team. Um, And new England is the team to, to worry about right now. Um, bill belichick's the greatest coach in history they still have a rookie quarterback um he's a good rookie quarterback but he's a rookie quarterback nonetheless so it's it's going to be interesting to see if they can maintain this momentum all the way through
0: well and you know the reason i think it's the patriots and the chiefs right now is because of bill belichick because i think that patriots defense is truly elite but I think you're hard-pressed to make an argument that the Chiefs defense isn't elite at this point. Now, <laughs> like we'll we'll find out on on Thursday night. It's a huge matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers that is going to decide the division basically and whether or not the Chargers can give them some problems down the down the road as we get closer to the playoffs here. But this is a huge football game. And so if you have any questions about the Chiefs, uh, I you can point to this Chargers game and say that that's the real defining game uh, about this defense, but I'm sold. Like there's just been too many contests in a row now uh, where Spags is just dialing it up each and every week. And he's finally got the personnel. You know, it was a huge decision for him to finally, and maybe he was forced into it. I don't know, but put Juan Thornhill in for more snaps than Daniel Sorensen. And they got Willie gay back and they've been utilizing Hitchens and Nick Bolton, and then Melvin Ingram, uh, again, is just it, it's hard to even put a price tag on how incredible he's been for them and, and how much he's opened things up for the pass rush. Like Jaron Reed forced to fumble today. Jaron Reed keeps making appearances after we spent about the first six weeks of the season being like, is Jaron Reed even on the football field right now? And Jaron Reed is all of a sudden making an impact on a weekly basis. Like, I i, I don't think you should be questioning this Chiefs defense, and after this game, it's what everybody in the NFL has been afraid of is, oh no, the offense is fixed. Uh, Oh oh, no, the Chiefs offense is coming now, and they're playing better defense than they've played ever in the anti-reed era in Kansas City, and now the rest of the NFL is like, damn. Damn. We had a chance to bury the Kansas City Chiefs And we let them figure everything out and they didn't, nobody ran away with the division in the AFC West. And now we got to worry about the chiefs in January in the playoffs again. And it's probably a concerning thing for the rest of the AFC, but it's good for Kansas city chiefs fans.
1: Yeah. I mean, in the playoffs, I think the chiefs are the one team you don't want to draw in the AFC. I I mean, they're the most complete team uh, from top to bottom right now. They look like, Honestly, um, they're the best team in the AFC, in my in my opinion. The Patriots have a better record, but I think after watching the Patriots play against the Bills, it was a masterful coaching performance by Bill Belichick to win a game where he only had to throw the ball three times. But that wasn't a complete performance like we saw today. Um, the thing that, that you kind of hit on that's different is Mahomes, man, he was making those he was making those plays. You know, when the pocket broke down, he was scrambling out, he was directing traffic down the field. Tyreek Hill was breaking off across the field, you know, finding the open grass opposite of Mahomes, and he was making the throws that he wasn't making earlier in the year. That's, I think that was a big part of today is that he was making those Mahomes-like throws that he's been missing.
0: Yeah, and so he's been missing those all year. And some of it is, you know, early in the season – the protection was struggling and he was making bad throws and he was forcing things and they were turning the football over. And then they kind of slowed things down where, okay, we got to take what the defense is giving us. We're going to run the football more. We're going to rely on the short intermediate passing game more, but you kind of saw every game. There was a couple of those shots from Mahomes, and they just weren't connecting on them. And then the drops really started to pile up and those are drive killers to the point where like, you could look at a lot of the advanced stats and metrics and stuff and still see like, Oh, the chiefs offense is still being like efficient and like moving the ball in a positive script, but the drops are absolutely killing them. The turnovers are absolutely killing them, but you felt like inevitably that stuff is going to be there because, you know, Mahomes is always going to be able to, to make those plays when the pocket breaks down and he gets out and he keeps his eyes down the field and he's going to get some of those throws because that's just what he is. And that's who he is. And that's what he's done his entire NFL career. And I agree today they did it. Like he, he had that fantastic pass to McCall Hardman where he, he took a shot right when he let go of the ball. And then, yeah, he had that one where he got out of the pocket And and kept his eyes downfield and found Tyree kill and Tyree kill took a shot and actually left the game for a few minutes, but he came back and he was fine. So Tyree kill did not get injured on that play, thankfully, but all of that stuff is stuff that we've been sitting around for weeks. Like they got to hit him sooner or later, right? Like, like the turnovers caught up to him. The turnovers had to regress sooner or later because we were like, they, it just goes against everything that we know about football that they can keep turning it over at this rate. And that finally caught up to him. And now this feels like maybe it was that turning point where the deep passes are catching up and they're going to hit a couple of those. Maybe it's not as much as they have in the past. Maybe it's not as often because they're starting to utilize those running backs more in the way that we wanted them to early on in the season but they're going to get a few of them a game. And that's all you want really is an NFL offense. Like we're just so used to 70 yard touchdowns that we think that that's like, Oh, that's what normal teams do. And it's not what normal teams do in the NFL. You get a few of those plays a game and you get hope that, th- that you can make them count. The chiefs have just been better at it than everybody for the last several years. But now that's starting to finally regress. And we're seeing the deep plays, open up a little bit because teams are having to respect what they're doing around the line of scrimmage now. And we've been talking about that for weeks and it can, it can catapult the offense to a whole new level, Rocky. Like it it can legitimately do that. And I think this game was a turning point.
1: Well, a hundred percent. And I think if you want to point to a specific play that kind of that in this game, that, that just was super impressive, Was McCole Hardman? It was third and seventeen on that out route where he went out and he broke to the sidelines and Mahomes rolled out and hit him and he got his toes in. That was one of the best routes I've actually ever seen McCole Hardman run, Um, and the fact he got his toes in it just showed McCole's problems always been a lack of concentration, a lack of attention to detail. And I felt like on that play he put it all together and he was and he was mindful on the play and he was mindful of what he needed to do. And if McCole Hardman can keep playing like that, then that's going to free up Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, and give us that other option that we've been looking for. And the Chiefs need to keep on giving Josh Gordon those Michael Hardman manufactured touches that they did on the goal line there. Um, keep give Josh Gordon two or three wide receiver screens a game. Give him a quick hitter. Give him something to try to get him going because he's a big body. And you saw, I mean, he had Mahomes threw one shot to him on an offsides, you know, free play, but. I think if you get three or four short plays to get him, get some confidence in his head and get some chemistry going, you know, you might be able to finally get Josh Gordon going.
0: This is from NFL Network's James Palmer saying on Twitter, I certainly heard the Chiefs play the wheels on the bus as the Raiders left the field. As I was out there for post game, Chiefs used last season's game as motivation all week. Mahomes shouted about it in the tunnel before they took the field. Yeah, they remember that disrespect from the Raiders driving around Arrowhead stadium after an upset win last season. And then the Raiders had the gall (laughs) to huddle up uh, before they took the field in, in the pregame on the logo. And that was enough. That was a deciding factor before we had even played a snap in this football game. That was the deciding factor that was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff working for us. This week, and we're ready to crush you guys, and that's absolutely what they did. Um, Final takeaways from the game. Rocky, moving forward, we got kind of a weird week coming up on Thursday night football, so what do you want to see from the Chiefs as they take on the Los Angeles Chargers after this dominating win against the Raiders?
1: I want to see the intensity of the defense and this commitment to be aggressive in the trenches carry forward and and to dominate and push offensive linemen back into the quarterback. I think... Uh, that's the way to beat Justin Jefferson. He's a mobile quarterback and get out of the pocket. But if you collapse that pocket up the middle and you make him uncomfortable and you hit him a good few times off the bat, then he's 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 prone to making mistakes as well. Um, and it's for the division, you know. So honestly, you know this this is this is the this is the this is our ticket to the playoffs if we win this week. So carry over the intensity of the defense and Mahomes keep building on the confidence and, and putting it all together and, and and keep being yourself, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I would really like to see this team on Thursday night come out this way with the same kind of intensity. And, you know, for me, it's, okay, I'm all in on the defense now, so you got to prove me right. Um, you got to keep playing like this, and you got to keep showing that you can perform this way, and I am confident that they can now. Like, I think this is – legitimately who they are I started to make the turn early last week to like uh, maybe they're just a defensive team now like maybe that's what we just have to accept that that's who they are we know they can still put up points in the right situations and they just have to execute and I think that's been the biggest issue for them all season long we've heard Andy Reid talk about it a ton we've heard Patrick Mahomes talk about it a ton their execution has struggled throughout the season. And this was the first game where I felt like they put it together from start to finish. And it's the only type of game that like you can build off of moving forward. So I think you have to go into Thursday's contest against the chargers with nothing but confidence out of this chiefs team, the way that they're playing and the way that they absolutely dominated at home against the Raiders today. So it's a huge win. Kansas city celebrate this one. Go out, uh, if you're at Arrowhead Stadium, make sure you get home safely. If you're not at Arrowhead Stadium, Go have a couple cold beers and celebrate a fantastic win by the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, please follow Rocky on Twitter at Rocky Magana. I'm Steven Cerda. That's where you can follow me. Please make sure that you are also subscribing, rating and reviewing everything that we're doing on the Arrowhead Pride podcast network. If you're listening on the podcast, we will have all of the post game press conferences available for you immediately following the show. So make sure that you stick around so you can hear all the comments from guys like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid after the huge win and make sure you're locked into the Arrowhead pride podcast network because Matt Stagner and Ron Kopp will have out of structure available for you tomorrow afternoon as they break down the entirety of the chiefs dominating performance over the Las Vegas Raiders. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's get ready for Thursday night football. We'll talk to you soon. Hope you guys stuck around after the Arrowhead Pride Rapid Reaction Show. After the Chiefs' big win over the Las Vegas Raiders, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, safety Tyron Matthew, cornerback Mike Hughes, and wide receiver Josh Gordon. We'll go in that order, starting with head coach Andy Reid.
2: That was as good as I felt all day. Man. <laughs> all right. Um, listen, congratulations to the to the fans, first of all, for... Uh, doing what they do and doing it so well, man, they're they're loud and um, It makes a difference, you know, it makes a difference when teams can't hear themselves think out there and um, Anyways, that, that was tremendous. Uh, Legarius Sneed um, Just want to address that uh, uh, well, up front here. Our hearts go out to him. Great kid uh, great player um, But just his family um, They were all visiting at this time, so uh, you know, it's a tough deal, but our, our organization uh, stepped up and got everybody back to where they needed to be um, to go through the grieving process, and uh, that locker room's grieving with them. So. Um, with that, uh, five turnovers, 28 points off of those turnovers, um, 21. Who's going to come talk to you here in a minute. Um, had an unbelievable day. Fumble recovery for a TD, two force fumbles, and then the Badger jumps in and he's got a pick and a fumble recovery, and and so on and so forth. So, and then um, you know, anytime you can put together uh, four or five turnovers in a game, I mean, you're you're probably going to come out on the on the right end of the stick there. So, and then offensively, I thought um, the offense did a nice job of of moving the ball, taking time off that second half, which. Uh, was important, um, being able to run the ball and be able to still throw it efficiently. Um, uh, Pat had a, had a nice nice day um, along with the offensive line. Receivers caught the ball and did, did well there. So um, the defensive line, I, I thought the pressure that they applied up front was just top-notch. Um, uh, Derek could never quite get comfortable back there throwing the ball, and, and then that makes everybody's job just a little bit, a little bit easier. Hitch did a great job of helping lead that defense. Uh, it's very easy to take a step down um, from having played that team just uh, four weeks ago, three games ago, uh, but the guys didn't. They, they knew the urgency that was needed and um, they did a great job with that. The coordinators, I thought, were tremendous. The assistant coaches were good. You saw that, the guys that were out of practice saw the energy. That we had at practice, and the the guys practice fast. With all that said, we've got a short week here, and have to get ready for um, the Chargers. Um, It should be a a great atmosphere for for a game, Um, but we've got some work to do before before we get there. The one positive is uh, we came out of this without injuries, Um, so we we um, unless something pops up, but we should be we should be good there. So uh, time draws with all that. I don't know if you all saw it obviously I guess big deal about the deal back with a later coming out and they throw them a little bit and stuff. Does that kinda of inspired the team even more so and then also I uh, know you you may have just overlooked it but Josh where do you guys first have a Yeah, I shouldn't mention Josh. Um Josh Josh's been doing a great job for him to get that and another catch on it was uh was great. We don't pay much attention to the other stuff, you know. Um I mean, we've we know what, what they do and we we try to play good. and that's what we try to do. So and play the best of our abilities and that's about all the time you have to you know for that kind of stuff. So you, you got enough time to focus in on yourself and try to get better every week and that's what we're trying to do. No, that was a play call. Yeah, that was a play call for him. Yeah, things worked. Um, uh, I think everybody was clicking. I mean, they were disappointed after the last game that we weren't as sharp as we needed to be. And, um, you know, there's just such a that small margin, man. You know, you catch the balls last week, and you might have the same type of thing happening here. So, uh, But we didn't. And, and so, you know, we, we, the guys did a nice job with all that. Week. You're good.
3: You um, a little different way than maybe –
2: you guys have. This about the sort of complete type of team you just don't like you could have, could see? Yeah, listen, I'm proud of the way the guys are, are playing the, the neat part of is we have a chance to even be better. And um we just gotta we gotta keep the, the foot on the pedal here as we go and uh, but and knock it we, we still have some things we can fix both sides of the ball and special teams. I should have said special teams did a great job today too so uh, Dave had a nice plan there. position, both
3: on and
2: off? <clears throat> Yeah, so you need to get a white one of those. It would be Santa Claus, man. I mean, yeah, huh? I got one if you need one. I've got one. <clears throat> um, yeah, so listen, Melvin has brought a great attitude to the room, um, which is tricky because you come in, and if you're a downer, that can pull everybody else down, being a seasoned veteran, Pro Bowl player like he is. <clears throat> but he came in with a positive attitude, a great work ethic. He's he's very intelligent. Um, he he knows the game and has studied the game. So that was welcomed into that room with the talent we have in there. We've got, we've got good talent. First so one, he's he's done very good for us. So. Okay. Well,
1: first, no, you're all right. And we talked a lot about turnover the first couple weeks. It seemed like that was the biggest
3: issue. You couldn't hold on to it. Now the margin's in your favor. We talked about focusing on the mills
2: and that kind of thing. Can you get more people to No, listen. You, you've just got you got to concentrate every week here. So we just got to make sure we keep our focus and and uh, be smart with the ball, whether we're running the ball or throwing the ball or catching the ball. Just really, you know, you keep your focus on on the job at hand. And it doesn't matter if you're up or down. You, you just you got to got to keep going. And consistency against zone defenses becomes important. Are you gonna? <clears throat> you might not have all the long shots, but. Um, you know, you got to be able to put a drive together, and that's a tough thing to do in this league consistently. And so we're we're working towards that. How perfect was the start, you know, with Mike Hughes return that touchdown for a fumble seven? Yeah, unbelievable way to start start a game. I mean, that doesn't happen every week. But <clears throat> he went right after it, and you can see, I mean, it wasn't a fluke. He he ripped it out. So I mean, it was or punched it out. I mean, that was a kind of a good deal. A great way to Coach, start. It. Coach,
3: last week.
2: Yeah, McColl did a nice job uh, all the way around. Um, he's got a great attitude about him. Um, he's willing to get better, uh, and that's that's what he's doing. Go ahead. Right, you're on your third strike. Yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs>
3: hey, the last eight games, it's only, I think 28 is the lowest point you have scored against the Raiders. Just What is it about just the Raiders and what do you guys do that just gives you some of problems every time you face?
2: Yeah, listen, I mean, they're they're going through a tough time right now, and – uh, Rich is doing the best Rich can do uh, on keeping everything together, um, and so you know my hat goes off to him, Gus, and um, I mean they're all they're all busting their tail to do the right things and try to get it right. So, uh, but it's a tough situation. I mean that's a it's it's unique and tough for this league um, to have that type of thing happen. So, and uh, you know we'll just see see where it goes from there. But I'm, I'm proud of our guys for taking care of business. You let off just a little bit. Uh, I mean, Dallas kind of went through this, right? So they, whatever happened there, happened. But they they came in and and got after him. And so um, our guys are aware that were aware of that, and uh, that's what I'm so I'm proud of them for doing that. Because very easily you could have looked forward and not taking care of business today, and they didn't do that. Yeah, you, you need that. Um, you need everybody to be uh, a threat somewhere. The, the, the defense has to cover everybody. You can't give up on this guy because Pat's going to shoot him from a, another, you know, another position. So um, that that ends. Yeah, that ends up being important. Absolutely, more pressure you can keep on these defenses, the better better off you're going to be with uh, with your players.
3: Coach, one of the aspects of your team is just how tight knit your guys always seem to be, and um, how much added
2: Yeah, I mean, you saw them over there dancing away, and they just, um, they like each other. You know, that's been kind of a uh, the common denominator of that group all along here. Even well, it was kind of a rough batch there. They, the guys like each other, and really both sides of the ball. They, they, everybody gets along. So that's that can be unique in this league. Um, tribute to Brett for bringing in the right guys and doing that, kind of putting the puzzle together that way.
4: It's nowhere near being over this season, but I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are on, on what this season has meant to Patrick in growing as a player, you know, just finding different ways to, to win, and, and kind of use that moving forward in his career. What have you seen as these weeks have gone by? Yeah,
2: yeah, it'll make him better for down the down the long road. Yeah, it's uh, um, you know every every time you have an opportunity to get out there, you learn something and. Uh, this year, uh, with all his own coverage <clears throat> and not being able to absolutely use the power part of his game, but to use the finesse part, uh, I think is uh, will be a benefit to him for a lot of years. Andy, uh, I know you got some guys out of the game in the fourth quarter. Were you tempted at all, given the fact you got a game on Thursday to maybe get some guys out a little bit earlier than that? Or in yeah, you know, yeah, I'll tell you what's hard I is getting the guys out because uh, they didn't want to get out, so. Um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. So, um, but anyways, I got them out when I thought I was right, and we had to. You don't have the numbers that you do during training camp, so you still got to spot guys in and do all of that. So, anybody
3: in particular?
2: It's hard to get out. Got some Tyron? might be able to out. Yeah, know. yeah, Tyron. Really, that whole defensive unit. You know, when things are going good, I mean, you know, you, you want to keep keep rolling. So that's. But that, listen, they all got spotted and. Everybody got a breather and w we'll need that this week. I mean we got a good team we're playing. Uh Mike Hughes, is you know get a over, get that level of covering touchdown. What does that do for a team in terms of being able to set the tone for the rest of the game and just kinda create energy that bears over? Yeah, well the the guys like him. He's a new addition to our team and they the guys they, they know he's a good football player and he's also a good returner, so he's done well on special teams. Um but you've seen him progress, and you kind of favor those guys that, that uh, work through the tough spots and get themselves uh, you know, playing well within the defense. So he's a popular guy. He's going to talk to you here in a minute. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, man.
5: Yeah, I mean, when, when guys put in work like he has over these last few weeks, and obviously hasn't had the the targets and catches that we we've wanted him to have, just because of the flow of the game and how we've played, uh, for him to get that touchdown, we, I mean, we worked on that play for a couple weeks now, and we were set up in the perfect area, and he he hit it, and it, it worked perfectly. So, uh, for him to make a big play for us in the game, um, it's just going to continue to help him get that confidence that we can go out there and he can utilize him and his talents uh, to help the offense. Outboard. Yeah, I mean, it's such a tragic situation um, for him. And as a brotherhood and as an organization, as a team, we're going we're gonna to go support our brothers. Um, and so um, I thought guys played hard kind of for him today. Uh, we got the win. And um, I'm just praying for him and his family because it's, it's a tough deal. And, and uh, we want him to, to be in a, a good spot as a person before anything on the football field.
3: How much did that motivate the team? That uh, the Raiders were out there dancing on the logo before the game. Several players tweeted about that. What was the conversation like before the game?
5: The, yeah, there wasn't a lot of conversation about it. I mean, but I mean, you definitely don't want people coming into your stadium and trying to like disrespect uh, things that that you've kind of built. Um, and so for us, it um, just gave us a little, bit more, a little bit more motivation to go out there and, and win against a really good football team that we have a rivalry against that usually is a, a, tough, a tough football game. So uh, I think guys were ready to play today, and I think it showed on the field. Did you hear them play wheels
3: on the bus after the game?
5: No, I, I didn't. I saw the tweet about it, but uh, no, I didn't hear that. Um, you are aware of the victory lap. Though. Yeah, I was aware of the victory lap, and, I mean, definitely, we didn't want them winning here again. So uh, we, uh, I think we went out there and handled business.
2: You talked after the game in Vegas a few weeks ago about get slider back, Kelsey did, and some of the other guys. Do you feel like maybe it's uh, more real this
5: time that what you guys did today offensively you think carry in the next
2: week? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we can. I mean, we're
5: playing a good football team this next week um, that, that we've already played once this season, so we have familiarity with them. Um, they have a lot of great playmakers over there, but um, we still have to go out there and do it. I think the defense is playing great football right now. Uh, offensively, we have to prove that we can drive the length of the field week in and week out, um, and so I'm excited for that opportunity. Yeah, you gotta. You kind of have to just flush this one immediately and and get on, move on to the next week um, where you can really have to start preparing. It'll be a long day tomorrow, a lot of film study, a lot of trying to get the the whole entire game plan in. I know the coaches have already kind of got a jump start on that, so being able to talk with them and get a sense. Um, but the only thing is. They kind of have a – at least they have a similar type scheme that we've played before um, and that the Broncos play. So you have a, a, at least a feel for that, and you've prepared for that in the offseason. Um, but we know it's a big game, and they have a really good team. So it will be a, a, a great opportunity for us. Patrick, let me ask you about a couple of plays. Um, play. Was that not your first three? It was actually supposed to be a, like a stop route. He was supposed to run like a, like a triple. It was like a he was going to – like fake, he's running hitch, run deep, and then stop. And he obviously faith in the corner fell down. And I kinda of didn't know what he was gonna do and he, I saw that hand go up and I was like, I gotta just get it out there now. So uh, he um, he made a great play on it. I wish I could have got it further and got him a touchdown, but he made a big catch and uh, kinda of got that first drive uh, that second drive, the first touchdown drive going. second play, the
2: ball
5: across body and not been there Yeah, for sure. And um Obviously, like you said, we haven't had it a ton this year. We've had a lot of spies and guys kind of trying to maneuver away from me having those scramble plays, but it's a big part of our offense. So uh, I was glad we were able to do that today. I thought the offensive line did a great job against some really good pass rushers of, of allowing me time to, to make some of those throws that, that we were accustomed to doing down the field. Um, and um, I'm glad that I got it to him, and I'm glad he's all good. So uh, it, it a little scary there for a second, but he made a big time catch for us. Put this off game when he's <clears throat> Yeah, I think it was just ex- execution. I mean, even the the play, the plays that didn't score, I feel like we executed and we're in the right position. We had a good good feel for what we were going to get, and I thought like guys ran ran the routes the right way. And then when it wasn't there, we made plays happen off script. Um, and so, uh, I, I mean, I say it every week, but I feel like we can all we can do what we want to do as long as we execute. We have the players, we have the playmakers, we have the coaches. Um, and when we execute, uh, we have we score a lot of points. And when we don't, we don't. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been saying it. With the defense playing the way that they're playing, if the offense can can get it rolling like we've we've been known to do, I mean, we're going to be a tough team to beat. And um, um, the defense is is playing with confidence. They're they're, they're understanding the scheme that Spags is Spags is calling, and they're playing good. in the offense, I think, we're getting better and better each and every week. So uh, um, I'm just excited to keep continue to build this momentum and try to keep it rolling uh, into next week.
3: <clears throat> what is it about the
5: Raiders that just to bring out the rest of your guys offensively? I think it's just you understand that it's going to be a battle. I mean, you understand that it's, it's, there's a rivalry for a reason. You can feel that just being around people in Kansas City. Even though you didn't grow up here, you, you, you feel like you've played this team for, for years. Um, and so uh, for me, I think guys are just knowing that they have to come into the game with that mindset of we have to be great every single drive. Um, and uh, we really accept the challenge and, and go out there, and we've had success. I mean, we definitely focused on it. I mean, we focused on me not trying to throw it into like the, the wrong spot, kind of placing it in the right spot, uh, runners tucking it, and really covering it up in traffic. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's just guys going out there and making plays on defense and offensive, offensively just playing hard and, and rallying to the football.
3: I know it's two different teams, but is there at all a similar vibe to 2019, the guys start to come together and all facets of, of the team are playing well at the same time? Or any kind
5: of similar feeling in the locker room right now? I mean, there, there's a there's a feeling of we, we're coming together and, and figuring each other out and learning how to play complementary football. Um, but every team's different. I mean, uh, every season's different. Uh, you're going to face challenges and adversity together, um, and we faced a lot of adversity early in the year, which we weren't people hadn't seen, and the kind of people kind of threw us down and, and act like we were done. Um, but you're seeing now that we we have the guys to do it, and it's if we come together as a team and take it day by day, we can go out there and do what we want to do. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, you can even watch the documentary he has out right now. I mean, he just wants to win at the end of the day. And there, and there's all types of guys that have done that. Um, it, it's awesome to win and throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns and all that different type of stuff. And it, and it feels amazing. But I learned in my career that those losses, when you're throwing for all those yards, feel terrible. So uh, you'd rather win no, no matter what it takes uh, to win, if it's throwing for 100 yards and winning or if it's throwing for 300 yards and winning. As long as you have that W, uh, nothing else matters. I w- no, I, w- I was like joking around, acting like I'm trying to back those guys up. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not not the best dancer, so I try to stay away from that. Um, I have a little bit of rhythm, but nothing that you want to put on TV. So I-, I try to stay away from that as much as possible, and uh, just try to be the funny guy on the side. I don't look good, man. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when guys step up and make plays, I mean, I believe it was – I think it was Hughes, or it might have been Jaron Reed that knocked it out and Hughes picked it up. Uh, I mean, those guys have been getting – are playing tougher and tougher each and every week and, and have that confidence. And when you, whenever you get a big play like that in the first, the first play of the game, it builds that momentum, that confidence in the entire team, and it kind of just kind of sparked us to go out there and, and get a win.
6: All right, thank you. No, nah, he's on our mind a lot, man, obviously. um. You know, any time, you know, somebody lose somebody that close to him, you know, obviously, you know, I feel like most of us, you know, could relate to that, you know, losing people. Um, But, you know, uh, just wanted to play for him today, you know, his family. Um, And I felt like we did that. I thought we started the game with some luxurious energy. And so we kind of kept it going throughout the game. Yeah, I spoke with him a couple times, um, but I think for the most part, you you know, you want to give people their space, um, you know, let them grieve um, and let them enjoy the time with their family. But, you know, every now and then, you know, send them a text or try to call them, FaceTime them. I remember three straight games you guys allowed nine points. Since you've been here, do you have this much confidence in where the defense is as you do right now? I mean, yeah, we, you know, won the Super Bowl, you know. uh, But I think outside of that, um, you know, I think any time, you know, you could kind of get back to who you think you are, you know, who you know you want to be, um, especially with the way we started the season. Um, so I think a lot of that credit, you know, has to go to coaches, you know, and players, too, as well, because um, I think for the most part, you know, none of the coaches panicked, uh, and then none of the players panicked. So I, th- I thought that, you know, gave us a chance to kind of get back to, you know, who we thought we could be. yeah i I think it's important you know i think anytime you can get late into the season and your defense you know starts to come alive um you know it always goes back to that old quote you know defense wins championships and so um i I think as a unit you know we're just trying our best to to get better you know each and every week um and and really give our offense as many possessions you know as possible Uh, i thought we've been doing a great job just um, getting to the quarterback and, and then taking the ball away so uh, which both of those things, you know, results most of the time in Patrick getting the ball back. So that's really just been our mindset, um, just trying our best to be a uh, a unit that complements the rest of the team. Yeah, I think I think that's why you, That's why it's a team game, you know. Um, you know, I think with our offense, you know, they got the ability to, you know, really strike at any moment. So, um, you know, like I said, as a defense, um, you know, uh, we know that the offense can rely on us uh, and vice versa. So I think at the end of the day, it just builds, you know, team confidence. Um, and whether you're on the road or at home, um, I think every unit understands that they can play off of each other. Mike said you didn't know about the, the, the uh, logo by the Raiders until
3: after the game. Did you know about it before the game?
6: No, nah, I actually I didn't uh, know about it. I, I found out about it um, post game. Uh, I had an on-field interview and uh, one of the guys mentioned it, but um I don't I, it doesn't really move me. Um I don't think champions you know really act in, in that manner. Um so yeah, I don't I don't even matter. Yeah, I mean, his time has been coming, you know, for a long time now. You know, obviously early in the season, you know, him kind of still getting adjusted to the defense. It took some time. I think right now, you know, he's playing with that confidence, that swagger. And, you know, he's one of those guys, every time he's around the ball, you know, he's trying to punch it out or rip it out as well. So, you know, like I said, that, you know, just that in itself, you know, is energy, it's creating energy. And, you know, that's what our team, defensive, that's what we feed off. Yeah, I mean, I got a text at, like, 5 that morning. It was like, hey, we're going to do this this week. And I was like, all right. Uh, for the most part, um, you know, obviously I I got a good feel for, you know, all five positions back there. And I think, you know, I'm one of those guys that can go play really anything and kind of get us through the game, out the game. So, um, and, and then it always feels good when you can kind of go back to the position that you first started at. Uh it just kind of makes you feel young again. So, uh, yeah.
3: I on the other side of the ball, but over the last few weeks,
6: what have you seen um, the offense work through to get back to what it appears to be? Uh, usual? So. Yeah, I think, um, you know, those guys have a championship foundation. And um, really, no matter what those guys go through, um, you know, especially the rough patches, um, I, I think what those guys have built over the years, they, they can always rely on that. So, you know, like I mentioned you know, a couple minutes ago, um, there's no panic. You know, none of those guys are panicking. Um so and I think that's important. You know, we talk about team um, and then team chemistry as well. So, uh, it's only a matter of time for those guys to start to get the rolling. And um, you know, I think as a defense, you know, if we can get those guys some extra possessions, um, I, I think that does those guys I, it does well for those guys.
2: How have you seen the front four come on and
6: how much do you sense that's really helped the guys Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, a lot of a lot of our defense is built on that. Um, you know, those guys up front, you know, really controlling the game and taking over the game. And, you know, from there we have different coverages that kind of, you know, allows me and, you know, obviously the Jerry's to kind of be who we are. But I think when you look at our defense and, and just the philosophy of it is those big boys up front. And so it's good to see those guys, you know, just continue to, to not turn it off. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I think just that alone just it just resonates with the whole team. Um, I mean, we're a complete team, you know, um, you know, special teams. I think defensively, you know, we have some great players uh, really at all three levels. And, you know, uh, offensively, you know, those guys have been able to to break a lot of records, you know, the last couple of years. And I think really the only thing on our mind is, you know, complimenting our team. You know, how can we, you know, be of a benefit to the rest of the team? So, you know, it just comes down to Really commitment and staying committed to each other, and um, you know us being the reason that we want to go, you know where we want to go. So um, you know, as long as we can continue to keep team first, um, I think we'll continue to get better. Yeah, we got good coaching, man. Uh, you know, Dave Merritt, uh, even Spags, those guys do a great job with us, uh, really communicating with us, uh, being able to, you know, uh, allow guys to, to play to their strengths. Um, and, and then I think, too, really in game adjustments uh, and really in week adjustments when you're trying to prepare for a team or um, give them a new wrinkle, give them something different to look at. Um, I, I think a lot of that credit, you know, has to go to the coaches, but I think us as players, um, you know, we just want to set the tone. We want to set the tempo. Um, we want to be a part of the reason why, you know, people watch the Kansas City Chiefs. And so, um, you know, uh, I think that obviously falls on leadership and just our preparation throughout the week, just trying to find something, you know, to get better at. Uh, I just wanted
2: to clarify. You said you got a text at 5 a.m. about playing the slot. Was that yesterday or today?
6: It was uh, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning. Yeah. Last one, Eric. A lot of I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to stay humble. Um, you know, I understand this. You know, it's a long season. You know, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. Um, but I do feel that confidence growing. Um, you know, I do feel that our preparation is really you know continuing to rise. Um, and, and I think that has a lot to do with you know with the success we've been able to have. You know, the last couple of weeks, uh, especially defensively. Um, I think it, it comes down to a lot to you know of, of how we prepare. All right,
3: thank you. Yep. Uh, you know, we always talk about the mentality, next man up, and uh, you know, today was one of those situations. And um, you know, our job is always to stay prepared, and uh, you know, I was prepared to play today. Uh, you know, all of us, all of us were. Um, you know, obviously with, with the game we just had, and uh, you know, I'm proud we got the W. When uh, did you find
2: <coughs> your
3: game um, probably yesterday, yesterday afternoon, um, while we were going through some plays and stuff, uh, Coach gave me the heads up. Like I've seen a pack of uh,
5: mean right.
1: How much, how often do you practice? Wait, can you say that again? A mean right? Oh, nice <laughs> little Right,
3: right. How often do you practice then? Are you a former boxer? Uh no, I'm not a former boxer, but uh, you know, we, we practice that weekly. Um, you know, turnover drills during practice, uh, you know, just different ways to create turnovers for the defense. Uh we, we practice those situations and uh, you know, multiple situations like that came up today and uh, I had my opportunities and, and made the play, so so good. <laughs> Did you ever scored a first play of the game before? I just, what was that like? Uh, I did once in high school, but I was a quarterback, so that's a little different. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it's always good to get a fast start like that. Um, you know, I think that was huge for, for our success today. Um, <laughs> jumped on them quick, and uh, I think that fueled, uh, you know, everybody, and, uh, you know, it got the team going, so uh, it felt good to you know, get My, on top of it. Have you had any contact with Jerry? And <clears throat> how much was he on your mind today? Uh, you know, he, he was on everybody's mind, you know. Uh, you know, before the game, we, we said that we were, we were going to play for him. And, um, you know, we, we, we always just, you know, we got our brothers back, uh, you know, no matter what, what's going on. Um, you know, I think he's dealing with a tough situation right now. I won't, you know, get into it. That's his business. But, um, you know, we, we wanted to play for him today, and uh, we went out there and did that. So, you know, that felt good to, you know, get that done for him. I think, sorry, it should be out there a little bit. How much <coughs> conversation and trash talk was there after they stopped on the logo before the game? and you guys put it on in the first half it was, uh, like there was a lot of conversation going on. So I bro I didn't I didn't uh hear about the logo thing until after the game. But um you know that, that's pretty disrespectful, you know. Uh but I'm glad we you know, we jumped on them the way we did. Uh, you know, they came here and I mean I can't really explain that. Like I know one of our guys wouldn't you know, wouldn't do that. So uh you know we we just came out there and played ball, man. Uh, you know, we try to not to get it, get into the trash talk. You know, those refs are, you know, they ready to throw these flags, so you know we got to be careful. Mike, can you describe what you saw on the first play of the game that, that led to you picking the ball up and scoring? Uh, you know, uh, J. Reid, he made a good play on the ball. Um, you know, got the uh, secured the tackle, punched the ball out, and uh, I just happened to be in the right spot and I took took every advantage I could of, of the opportunity and uh, turned out well for me. say that again
5: so
3: oh yeah uh you know those guys were carrying the ball pretty loose uh you know i saw some soft spots and uh you know i took my shots and uh like i said they worked out today and um you know it's always good to create turnovers and you know get our offense back on the field so um you know that's all that matters is that we got the dub um defense came to play offense came to play and um you know we're all happy that we wanted it so
4: i think you <clears throat> different
3: different roles, and, you know, my mindset is always coming to, uh, you know, help wherever the team needs me. And, uh, you know, that, that's how I try to approach the game. Uh, no matter where they try to put me, um, you know, I'm willing to do it if it's going to help the team. So uh, that's all that matters to me. I think you scored your only other career NFL touchdown in your first career game. Mm-hmm. Did you think you'd be fine
2: in the end zone a little bit more?
3: Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, I do a little bit of returning. So, uh, you know, eventually I, I knew I was going to get in there. Uh, didn't know how. Um, and, you know, there's no better way than, you know, getting the fumble recovery and running in for 10 yards. Uh, it felt good. And, um, and a lot. We, I'm just happy we got the, you know, the victory. So that's all that matters to me.
4: It's exciting. It's rewarding. Um, you know, dream come true. It's a blessing for sure. Josh, I'm sure you've, uh, you guys have worked on that play, but when it's actually caught in a huddle what was going to be like. Um, yeah, I wasn't for sure it was going to be up this week, um, but we've been practicing it for a couple of weeks. Uh, Coach Reed's been reassuring me that I was going to get my opportunity, and I had my trust in him. You know, I knew whenever that time was going to come, you know, I was, uh, I was going to be ready. So I made sure that was the case today, and it worked out well. Have
6: you been frustrated by your performance thus far? Uh, I know you
2: did one that. Get in the end zone, catch, catch a, a
4: few passes. How would you rate your performance so far? Um, I'm not I'm not happy with where I'm at, I think currently. I think that's just me being a hard critic on myself. Um, but I'm I'm also aware of you know, where I'm at and how blessed I am um to be in this position. You know, so I take every day, you know, with pride and joy and just no matter what happens and, and what I'm able to do, you know, I think it's it's a win for me personally. So um, the rest of that, I think that's just me trying to be a competitor.
6: What was the
3: toughest part for you jumping in, and trying to pick up Andy Reid's offense mid-season, like you had
4: to try to do it? Here? Uh, I have, I have done it. I've done it in the past. I think a few times. So, um, you know, sometimes it feels like a whirlwind, but it's just extra time, you know, with coaches, um, watching film, or at home. Any free time I get, I'm trying to do a little extra, you know, because I have to, you know. So um just putting the time in to study study the play study the, the film the nuance and then getting getting better at knowing um exactly what what pat wants to do how he wants to do things and that comes in that practice and obviously practice there's a bunch of mistakes for me but repetition has is, is been the key so um and he's been patient with me which i appreciate that so
1: having been part of other rivalry games with other teams how did the atmosphere of Arrowhead today compare to some of the other atmospheres that you experienced in your
4: career? Well, I think this one, this one's pretty big. I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't know much about it prior to getting here, but as soon as I got here, it was the first thing I was, I was told. You know, uh, you know, just watch out for Raider Week. And uh, I love the energy because I love the, com- the competitive nature of all the guys and you know the attitude the coaches have and the players have and the, the entire staff has about this week. And then the animosity towards it personally, whatever may have happened in the past uh, recently, you know, or recently today from what I heard, you know, um, apparently, you know, I guess the uh, the success we had today was warranted. So, you know. Was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I think entering today, depending on certain metrics, you guys as a team led the league in drops. Mm-hmm. But there were no drops today. Uh, I just wonder if there was something that like Coach Blamire yeah no that, that's definitely definitely a change in velocity I think for, for me that was a that was a big thing um kind of being uh unaware to to how quick the ball gets on you and then obviously I've been uh out for a little while so I'm re- realizing my oh, right, I got to knock this rust off um and it was interesting to see. I wasn't the only one dealing with that issue. So, um, you know, I think a lot of times we expect it to come a little bit easier because we've been doing it for a while. But um, that attention to detail that happens at practice, it happens off the field, the extra, going the extra mile, the coaches have been big helping us with that um, during the breaks at practice. So we've been we've been making it a point to make sure we, we do our part on that end. Yeah. Josh, you've been with
1: different teams. What jumps out at you about this group?
4: The energy, the energy, the liveliness towards wanting to be successful in football. You know, I think in in life as well. But they're they're a very tight knit group, um, very familiarized, I think, with each other and knowing what to expect from each other. So I think that builds a certain type of rapport and trust with each other that they can count on each other without having to second guess. So. Um, I've noticed that. I've noticed Coach Reed has allowed the players to um, interact in a way that's very genuine. And uh, he always talks about us showing our character. And, um, you know, and being other places, that's not always the case. So uh, I definitely appreciate him for that because I think it allows the players to be their best selves. Hey, Josh, you
2: mentioned that you and Patrick are still working to get on the same page. I was wondering if you could mm-hmm. elaborate
3: on maybe what extra steps the both of you
4: um, it's probably more me, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. It's more me. Um, you know, I think I just need to sometimes, well, I've been too slow. I need to speed up and vice versa, you know, and sometimes I need to slow down where I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I got a long stride. I might overstride something where he's saying, maybe slow down and stop right there in that hole. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm not, I don't need to be so, so rigid. I think when how it is on paper, I'm seeing how it's drawn up and I want to do it exactly how I see it. And it's not very. It's not as robotic as, as it may seem. So, um, you know, I kind of got to um, just play just play ball as opposed to being so analytical about it. Same, Josh, this may be the same answer, but you can it's different. When you mentioned Dr. Russ, right? like, what sort of was the hardest thing to <clears throat> get away from football? Um, I think the fluidity in which I probably used to move. I think um, I've I noticed, like, maybe um, – I'm second guessing thing, I'm second guessing my movement, you know, and saying like, you know, do I still um, feel as fluid, and uh, and can I do it consistently, you know? So probably just self doubt, you know, a little bit more than anything, and um, you know. But once that goes away and fades away, I think today was a big, a big help towards uh, me moving in the right direction with that. So a lot less second guessing and more just playing. So. Last one. Hey Josh, you
5: mentioned the need to be patient, but even the coach reader told us that since you've been here, there's some things that you do that don't appear on the, in the box score. How much pride do you take in being a blocker down the field, and what goes into being an effective blocker as a wide receiver?
4: Well, I think it's just the mindset, and um, I think coming in, um, I was anticipating maybe not to get the ball as much, so I was like, how, how can I um, you know, implement my own footprint on this team if I'm out there and um, and I think that was blocking. And knowing my physicality and the size I, I've been given with, and I'm like, you know, okay, let's go 110% and everything else, um, you know, before things get going. So I take pride in that, and um, I think the other receivers do as well. As
5: a quick follow to that, you mentioned your size. Have you ever noticed any cornerback's eyes widening up? When speaking,
4: down on them. They tend they talk about it after we you know they notice know it's like man you really are kind of big dude I was like well yeah it's different than watching film you know <laughs> you know so yeah yeah yeah. All right
0: guys, thanks y'all appreciate Thank
4: you. it. What a time.